Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hey y'all, what is up? Happy Friday. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to the Dear Imani podcast. I am your host, Imani, obviously. Thank you so much to everyone that has continued to listen to me talk on this microphone for the past few weeks now. It has been so much fun. I've enjoyed all of your feedback and everything that you love about it. So that makes me feel good. So thank you so much. Thanks for coming back and listening. So today's episode was supposed to be all about Beyonce because, like I said last week, as we all know, Beyonce dropped her album. At this point, we've all listened to it over and over again. I'll tell you this, I have not put that album down since it came out last Thursday night. Like, I started listening to it right away at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time sharp and was done with the album Cause it's like an hour, like on the exact hour mark because I was on top of it when it came out and I have not put it down since. It is so freaking good. Like I've really only seen good reviews. Maybe that's because I only surround myself with people that understand music. You know what I mean? (laughs) But yeah, Beyonce's album came out. I'm doing a giveaway for one of her pose boxes like you guys know, but That's actually going to be pushed into next Friday's episode just because we had some circumstances that didn't allow us to film when I thought we were going to film, which would have given you this episode today along with the winner of the giveaway. So if you're listening and you still kind of want to enter that giveaway, you still have time because it looks like we won't be filming until early of next week. So that will be next Friday's episode. So that is why we are not doing a Beyonce episode today. And that's okay because we will get around to it. Okay, because there's always time to talk about the queen herself. Anyway, before we get into today's topic, I'm going to give you a little update. So my workout, my eating, all of that. I feel like I've been doing pretty good. You know, like weeks ago, I told you guys that I wanted to, you know, get it right, get it tight, you know, for the summer. Summer's almost over, but for the fall, for the winter, honestly, for the lifetime. Okay, I'm just trying to be consistent And once I lose the weight that I want to lose, I want to keep it off. Like, I've fluctuated so much, like I said. But my update, I've been eating well. I've been working out. I started a challenge for myself to do 10,000 steps a day. I don't think you realize how little steps you take a day until you track it. Because I have an active job. And even with my active job, I'm still not necessarily hitting 10,000 steps a day. And it wasn't until until recently when I focused on making sure I hit 10K plus steps a day that I actually was doing it. So I decided to do this earlier this week, at the beginning of the week, actually August 1st. I was like, oh, I'm going to do 30 days of making sure I hit 10K plus. And then, you know, hopefully the whole goal is to keep it up. So I did it the first day. And then immediately after I was like, okay, I need an Apple watch because I'm not holding my phone the whole time I'm on the treadmill and it's not calculating all of my steps. So I ran to T-Mobile and got an Apple watch and added it to my plan. (laughs) And now I'm tracking my steps via that. And honestly, it's so fun. It's so addicting. If you are an Apple watcher wearer out there listening, you know how addicting this thing is. Like I can see how it can be toxic for people. 
because you're constantly checking it. I'm checking it every second of the day. I walk 10 steps. I'm like looking for the step thing to update. Like I'm just being crazy at this point. But it's kind of fun too. It keeps you accountable. I think that's the beauty of it all. Like if people are going to be addicted to something, I guess why not be addicted to being healthy? (laughs) I don't know. As long as it doesn't get toxic. I'm not at that point. I'm just really excited with my new Apple Watch and tracking my steps and living a healthier lifestyle. And let me tell you, I have been hitting those steps, okay? I have been walking on the treadmill for an hour or like 45 minutes to an hour every day. And that instantly gives me like 7,000 steps. So then I only have 3,000 steps to go. And for me and like everything that I do, that's super easy to get to. So I've been like one day I was like almost 20,000 steps, which was amazing. So that is my fitness update. Truthfully, I have not weighed myself. I'm kind of just judging off of how I feel, how I look, my clothes. I know that weighing yourself is an important part because you should be losing weight. But I also just don't like weighing myself at this point. Maybe when I lose some pounds, I want to weigh myself. But right now, I just don't. So I haven't weighed myself. I'm going off of my look. I'm going off of my clothes and how my jeans are fitting. Because jeans do not lie. Leggings will lie, but jeans don't lie. So that's how I'm going about this. (laughs) But that's my update on my fitness. And if you want to join this 10K steps a day challenge for the whole month of August, then let me know because we can do this together, okay? Speaking of fitness, I actually am going to do a super cool collaboration later this month that I will go into detail later and promote and everything. But I'm really excited for it because one, I just started this podcast and to already have a company or people interested in collabing in a way that is like Dear Imani Times, blah, 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 and having this really cool event, I'm so excited for. So since I was talking about fitness on this podcast, a company reached out to me called AKT, which is like dance cardio, and they have a lot of different other fitness classes, and asked if I wanted to host a class with me and my friends or listeners And it'll be like Dear Imani Times AKT, which would be so much fun. So I'm actually in the works of planning that. It'll be towards the end of August. So if you're listening and live in the Orange County or Los Angeles area, it will be in Orange County. A free workout class, then you can drive over here and come and join me, Miss Dear Imani herself. And we're going to get a good sweat in while having fun. And it's going to be like my first event for Dear Imani, which I'm so excited for. So I'll go into more details of that later. So make sure you're following my Instagram and my personal Instagram so you can get all the details on that. I will have a sign-up sheet, and I think the max amount of people I'll have in the class is just about 20, so you want to make sure you sign up for that. But like I said, I'll go into details later, and I hope to see you there. Like I had mentioned, this episode was supposed to be about Beyonce, but because of circumstances, I had to reschedule that, and that'll be next week's episode. But... I wanted to give you guys an episode anyway because why not and I don't want to just leave y'all hanging and also I don't want to skip a week so early on either okay like I can't be doing that. So I made this episode a free for all where you can ask anything or you can slide in my DMs, you can submit on dearymoney.com, just anything that you wanted to ask me or something that you needed advice on or a story that you had and I just wanted to do something that was a free for all because this is kind of a random episode. This time, I decided to do that anonymous link that everyone was using like last month. So I'm a little bit late to the game, but you know, like that ngl.link thing where people were asking crazy questions because it was anonymous. Um, 
I decided to use that link for my story so I can get even more tea because I wanted it to be juicy. And it was pretty good. I feel like people feel a lot more comfortable when it's anonymous because obviously their business is not all out there. And just so you know, when you submit on my website at dreammoney.com, you can leave your name out if you want to. I never say anyone's name, even if they do put their name. But if you for sure just do not want me to know that it's you, then you can leave your name out of it as well. So I got y'all. I won't, unless you specifically say, please say my name on your podcast, then I will keep it anonymous because no one needs to be all up in your tea, especially right now. The people that are listening most likely can kind of know of each other in some degree. So I would not want to put anyone's business on blast like that. Okay. So I use the anonymous link today and it was so much fun and I got quite a few good ones. So let's just jump right into it. Girl, let me tell you about what I thought was my boyfriend. I met a guy in college that was giving tens across the board. He was cute. He was kind. He was funny. We lost touch for a semester and then as luck would have it, our paths crossed again and suddenly we get to see each other all of the time. The chemistry was popping and a few weeks later and we were still seeing each other. All of our mutuals knew about us. Then I noticed he started getting texts from other girls and calls and my friends started saying they saw him around campus with other girls. I was ready to go, fool, don't hurt yourself on this boy. After months, I finally got the truth out of him. I thought he was cheating on me with these other girls. And he was actually cheating on his long-term, long-distance girlfriend with me and these other girls. All of us thought we were exclusive with him. I was mortified. Long story short, he's blocked on everything, even Pinterest. Oh my goodness. Damn, that's some that's some tea right there. Okay, first of all, let's get into this. The Don't Hurt Yourself reference, absolutely. Another plug about Beyonce. If you don't know that song, go listen to it because Beyonce went apeshit, no pun intended because, you know, she had a song called Apeshit. But the song Don't Hurt Yourself from Lemonade Album makes me feel like I'm trying to fight. I've never fought in my life, but it just makes me feel like I need to fight somebody. Like, I may, it feels like I got cheated on and I haven't. That song is just... Uh, so I know exactly what you mean, how you wanted to go, how you wanted to go full, don't hurt yourself on him. To the, <laughs> this is killing me. He was actually cheating on his long-term, long-distance girlfriend with me. So you were over here mad because you thought your man was cheating on you, but you were actually the mistress. This is like a movie. That is such a sucky feeling. Cheating is just so disgusting in my opinion like if you don't want to be with someone then don't be with them like I feel like it's the most selfish act in the world to cheat on someone and if you're listening to this and you've cheated on someone shame absolutely shame 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 it is so selfish like I said like you have someone that is thinking that you are their rock they love you they're there for you and they're trusting you And in your free time, in your alone time, you're over there laying in bed or texting or doing whatever with somebody else. Like the disrespect, the disrespect. And I just feel like that is just the most awful thing to do to somebody because they trust you. I feel like all cheaters are just trying to have their cake and eat it too because they're like, okay, well, if I cheat, I'll have this slice of cake, but then I also get to go back home to my wifey or my hubby and have that slice of cake too. No, that's not how it works. 
You need to pick a flavor and stick with it. And that's it. Okay? So one, I am so sorry, girl, because you did not deserve that. And two, the trauma of it all. Like, you thought you were getting cheated on and you were the mistress. I cannot get over that. Also, with this kind of scenario, if people are just honest, they don't realize, and I'm just going to say guys, like, if guys were just honest, they don't realize the outcome that could possibly be there. I think for some reason, not for some reason, just because that's just the standard of how women were taught to be, is almost like women aren't down just for a good time. Like, I guarantee you if a guy was just honest, like, hey, I really like you, but I'm also not trying to be exclusive because I am dating or I'm just trying to not be locked down into something, but I just want to be honest with you with that. That gives the woman and the girl a choice to be like, you know what? This is not for me. I want someone that's just about me or for the girl to say, hey, like I'm super down with that because I don't want to be locked down either. And I'm also seeing other guys, you know, so if you're just honest, you might be pleasantly surprised that a lot of girls maybe just want to hook up. I think guys get so afraid to say that because they feel like they're going to lose what they have and lose this hookup that they're have that they've already started with the girl because they're kind of thinking that all girls want to just get married right away and all girls want this exclusive relationship. And granted, there's a lot of women out there that do want that, but there are also a lot of women out there that do not and just want to have a good time. So try just being honest. If any guy's listening to this or any girl, any whoever, whoever, anyone listening to this, be honest with people because you never know what the outcome might be. At least you're giving the other person the chance and the ability to make decisions for themselves and not you doing it for them because you decide to lie or be deceitful. Okay, the next one. I'm dating this new guy, so sweet, so cute, but an inch shorter. What do I do? Oh, what's so funny is that, you know, we talked about this kind of last week. Someone submitted a story about how they were dating someone and they had everything that they wanted in a person, but they were shorter than them. And they wanted to give off Tom Holland and Zendaya vibes, but they just weren't at that point where they can get over the fact that this male is shorter than them. And I talked about that you really just have to be confident in your situation. And I gave the example of like, Alex is only a couple inches taller than I am. So as soon as I put on heels, I am taller than him. But I approach it as I feel like we look like a rich couple. Like I feel like he looks like, (laughs) I don't know, a Hugh Hefner billionaire and I look like a playboy bunny. (laughs) That's what I see in my head. So I do not mind that when I'm taller than him with my high heels on, but I do get that's with me in heels. So you're saying you're shorter just in general. So I know that can be a little bit different. My take on this is if you really like him and he's checking all the boxes off of everything else on your list of a significant other, I say you just kind of get over it. You know, like, I feel like genuine people are hard to find. So I think the more you hang out with him, the more you like him, the more that would bother you, hopefully. But like I said last week, too, you don't have to settle. If you want a guy that's 6'5 and also checking off all the boxes, that man does exist out there. You just have to find it and wait for it and be patient. But it does exist. 
So I'm not telling you to settle if like you're, this is like such a big ick for you to have a guy that's an inch shorter. But what I am saying is if he is checking off all the boxes, definitely give it a chance and try to look at it a little bit differently. Look at it like you're just this super hot model-esque girlfriend and he's just a billionaire short king. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what are you wearing? Okay. This is why this link was a mess when everyone was doing it like a month ago. Because y'all don't know how to act when you get an anonymous link. What are you wearing? <laughs> Bruh. What's funny about that question to me is I feel like people want to know something sexy, low-key, as if people are just walking around the house looking sexy. Maybe y'all are, but I am not. I don't even own lingerie, if I'm being honest. So, if you're asking me what I'm wearing, chances are I'm wearing workout clothes or I'm wearing a baggy shirt and sweatpants and I'm looking a mess, especially when I'm in the house, which I'm in right now, I'm wearing garbage <laughs> and I look like garbage. The only time I look cute in the house is if I got dressed because I'm going somewhere or I'm shooting content. Anytime other than that, I'm going to be looking a hot mess. So what I'm wearing, you ask, it's a workout clothes. Because I'm actually going to go work out after this. Again, because I'm trying to get those steps in, okay? Okay, another anonymous one. We should talk more. Okay. What's funny about these is, obviously, you don't know who said it. So it's kind of like, okay, like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, we can talk more. I actually saw a lot of people get this when they were doing this anonymous link thing. And... To me, I'm just like, oh, wow, like whoever this is wants to be your friend or like they said, they just want to talk more, but they don't necessarily want to say it to your face, which kind of sucks because then how are you supposed to know who you should be talking to more and who you should develop a stronger friendship with, you know? But yeah, whoever you are, I would love to talk more. I feel like I'm a very approachable person. Like I'm always smiling, always giddy, always excited about life. And I talk to everyone. So if you ever see me and you want to talk, like, I'm always super down. I'm super nice. Like I said in the first episode, <laughs> I'm really nice. I'm approachable. And don't ever be scared to come up to me and talk, y'all. Because one thing about me, I love to talk, as you all know by now. So yeah, we should talk more. All right, next one. My boyfriend and I broke up in September of last year. We still talked every day and visited each other because he just moved, hence the breakup. Anyways, I slept with my ex-boyfriend on Halloween, a drunk mistake, and my guilty conscience still eats away at me. Am I terribly wrong for this? Ooh, damn. You know what? I don't think you're wrong for this at all. How I look at it, when you break up with people, that's why people have to be for sure when they break up. There's always seems to be this gray area when people break up, and like there has to be this timeline when you can hook up with someone else, or start talking to someone else. That is not the case at all. If you break up with someone, you technically have every right to hook up with someone the next day if you wanted to. I mean, that's not obviously ideal, especially if you have a broken heart. You don't want to be trying to heal your heart by sleeping around with people because I don't think that helps either. But at the same time, if your heart is healed and you've been mentally checked out for a while and it's easy for you to move on and you want to hook up with someone else you have every right to do that I feel like there's this whole like oh we broke up but we need 
five different discussions of closure and we shouldn't date anyone else. It's like you broke up. So technically there's no conversation to be had anymore after this. If you didn't want to just break up and leave each other alone for good. So I don't think you did anything wrong. You say you broke up with him last September. So therefore, by the time you hooked up with this guy, your ex-boyfriend in on Halloween, you've been broken up for a month now. So I get that you were talking to that boyfriend that you just broke up with every day still. So you felt this type of, this kind of attachment to him, kind of probably felt like you owed him you still, you owed him what everything you had in a way. But the reality is y'all broke up. So you do not have to feel guilty for sleeping with your ex-ex-boyfriend. You were having fun. You were lit. And that's what happened. So, no, I don't think you're wrong for this at all. If you were cheating and, like, you were still together, then that would be a different story because that would be cheating. But this is not cheating. You shouldn't feel guilty. And I get why you do because you feel attached to the boyfriend you broke up with because it was so soon. It was a month later. But you should not feel guilty about this. So, you're fine. (laughs) All right, next one. What is your worst habit? My worst habit, like I've mentioned before, is consistency, which is another reason why I made myself do this episode, even though my other plans fell through, because I did not want to miss a week of this podcast. I'm priding myself on having a new episode every single Friday. I don't have a break in the near future. I plan on doing this until I decide season one is done, which cannot be until next year. I'm just working on my consistency and this podcast is definitely helping with that because I have to ask questions on Instagram so I can get submissions by a certain date. So then I have to film by a certain date so I can make sure to have it all edited and up to you guys by Friday. So that's helping with my consistency because that is my worst habit. And that's another reason why I just chose to focus up when it came to my healthy eating habits and my working out schedule because I always mess up with that too because my consistency is pretty bad. And that's why I'm glad I also have this Apple Watch because it's holding me accountable like right on my wrist. It's showing me, like it literally buzzes like, hey, stand up. You're not reaching your stand up hours or you haven't closed your circles yet. So you need to go do something about that. So That has helped me stay consistent. Even this past week, I've noticed a difference in that. So that is my worst habit, and I'm really working on it intentionally. And I feel like that is the key. If you know you have a bad habit, you have to force yourself to get out of it and be super intentional with it. And that comes with all things, whether it's something that you need to work on or something you need to work on for your partner, whatever it can be, you have to be super intentional with that. Like an example I will give is. Me and Alex. Like, Alex is a very tidy person, and I will say I'm not the tidiest person in the world. (laughs) And he likes to make the bed before we leave. And that's just something I've honestly haven't done my whole life. Like, I look at it, I kind of look at it like, well, I'm coming back to it anyway. If I don't feel like making the bed up, then who really cares? I'm going to sleep in it tonight. But he looks at it like it's a great way to start your day. It makes you feel organized. You feel refreshed in your head. Everything feels clean. So he wants to make the bed up every morning. So I had to start being really intentional with that and making sure, okay, before I leave the house, make the bed because that's what he does. If he leaves last, then he makes the bed. So I'm like, don't forget to make the bed. Don't forget to make the bed. 
So I'm intentional about that at this point until it gets to a point where it just comes naturally to me. And I've been doing that for a while now. So now it's a lot more natural to make the bed. And I have found that I like the bed made too. I feel like my head is clearer when the bed is made. And I feel like I can start my day. It's like the first activity or the first thing that you check off your list for your to have a to have a productive day is make the bed. So I actually like it myself now. But that's just an example of what I had to do to get to that point. And that was just being really intentional with a habit. All right, next one. Excuse if you hear this dog in the back. I'm going to just keep recording because I got to do what I got to do. But it's so annoying just because, uh, uh, all right, it's okay. I don't have a dog, so I don't have like as much sympathy <laughs> if I'm being real. But I know a lot of you are probably dog lovers, so you're like, oh, dog. But not me. I'm like, I'm trying to record my podcast. Don't you know to not bark right now? Okay, next one. How do I let this man know that I want to be with him seriously and exclusively without ruining it? Okay, so this sounds like you have some sort of situationship or friends with benefits type of situation going on. And when it comes to these, you just have to be honest. Only because at the end of the day, the only person that's going to hurt is you. Because you're going to continue with this situationship and keep growing these feelings and not know if this person likes you in a way or in the capacity that you do. And it's only going to hurt in the end even more if you don't just try to figure it out now. Because I feel like how you're viewing this is either I say something and it goes well or I say something and they want to leave. And you'd rather risk your own feelings of just like dreaming about having this person as your real boyfriend than think about possibly losing him, which understandable. But like I said, you're only going to you're the you're the one that's going to be hurting in the end. So my take on this is you have to say what you feel and tell them how you feel, because I I think it's better to know than to not either. They're going to say oh my God, yes, I feel the same way. I was nervous to say this, but I do want to be exclusive. I do want to be in a serious relationship with you. And then boom, happily ever after, married and having babies. Or they're going to say, you know, I really don't want to be exclusive or I'm not looking for anything serious. And then at that point, you know what you want to do and how you want to gauge things. Either you want to keep the person in your life and you're like, screw it, I'll just keep on doing what we're doing because I like you in my life and your presence. Or that gives you the ability to be like, you know what, I do not want to be in this anymore if you're not going to give me everything I need, which is which is this relationship. So your best bet is to be honest because you're the only one that's going to hurt in the end. Because I, I think too, we try to fight ourselves when it comes to wanting to do that next step because you're like, ah, oh, I don't really want that next step. It's like, yes, you do, girl. You do want to be in an exclusive relationship. You want to have a significant other. You want to be taken seriously especially if you're doing all the things that a girlfriend would do, you know, like you're hanging out all the time. It's more than just sex. Then it's like, why would you not be in a serious relationship if you're doing all of those things? And honestly, a little bit of insight on my relationship, Alex and I dated not exclusively for over a year before we were officially boyfriend and girlfriend. And that's something that I definitely want to dive into a different point, like when I have Alex on the podcast and just talk about everything about us. 
But just long story short, we dated for over a year before we were official. But the reason why I was fine with that is because he was always really honest with me as to why he wasn't necessarily looking for something serious in that regard. Mind you, we hung out every single day. We lived a mile apart. We were together every single day. I'm not even being dramatic. Like every night, every day we were together for that whole year and change before we became official. And he would always say that it was never about him like wanting to date other people. It was just the place where he was in his life. He just looked at having a girlfriend as kind of like this responsibility. Like, you know, it is in a way like you have to, when you have a significant other, that person becomes a part of who you are and you care for them in this specific way or whatever the case may be. And he just didn't want to do all of that. (laughs) He just liked what our situation was at that point. But he was really honest with me about all of that. So therefore, I got to choose to stay in the situation. You know what I mean? So honesty is key in this part. No one should be left in the dark. So you don't want to be left in the dark in the sense of you really like this person. You want to be exclusive. But you're not telling them that. So now you just have all these built up feelings. And they don't know. And it's just making your situation harder. And you're going to be end up being sad if they don't like you back in that way or they don't want to be serious. So give yourself the option to make your own decisions and where you want to move from there. All right, the next one. Oh, speaking of them, how did you and your boyfriend meet? So like I said, I definitely want to dive deep into this one day on an episode with Alex himself. But to keep it short and sweet, Alex and I met at work. We were in the Soundstational Parade at Disneyland and I was, I'm a dancer and he's a drummer And I would always call him Drummer Bay. Like, I stalked this man for a year. And all of my friends know Drummer Bay. That's what I called him. I was pretty crazy. Um, Like, my friends would make collages with me and him. Low-key. It was a whole thing. Like, I was obsessed with him. Not even being dramatic. Like, oh, my God, he's so cute. I'm obsessed. No, I was, like, actually obsessed. I My actions showed that I was obsessed. So I'm excited to get more into that another time. But yes, we met at Disney. Dear Imani, I like someone, but they have a girlfriend. What should I do? Ooh, this is messy, honey. Okay. So the reality of this is you should do nothing because like you already know, they have a girlfriend. So there's really nothing to be done. I mean, you don't want to intervene in a relationship or be a mistress or a side chick because one, that's messed up. And two, you deserve more than that. You don't need to be coleslaw. You're supposed to be the main dish, honey. Okay. I want to be a two piece and a biscuit. I'm never going to be some coleslaw. So you should be doing nothing because you don't want to be a side chick. Um, And I know that probably hurts because you really like someone and a crush is the strongest feelings in the world. Like I think about back when I had a crush on Alex and those feelings were just so extreme. Like you're infatuated with this person. So because you can't even have the person, I know your feelings are like fired up, which sucks because they have a girlfriend and you can't do anything about it. So, so my advice to you is, I'm sorry, girl, but you got to just hang it up. You got to hang it up. You got to hang the crush up. You need to maybe distract yourself and find a new crush because it's only going to get messy and you don't want that. And I'll tell you, recently there was a a situation and I believe this girl had a crush on Alex. It's just a no-go. Like nothing comes out of it and except your feelings being hurt. 
which I feel like the girl's feelings got hurt. Um, and you don't want to be that person because you got to watch out for yourself. You got to put yourself first and not get yourself in a situation where you're just going to end up hurt. You're going to, you're the one that's going to end up crying because most likely they're not going to leave their girlfriend at the end of the day for you because that's who they're with currently, you know, so don't end up in that situation. So like I said, you're just going to have to find a new crush, find someone single and ready to mingle. (laughs) All right. Do you believe once a cheater, always a cheater? I love how these are like all in the same kind of theme. (laughs) You know what? You know, realistically, no. Only because obviously people can change. Like, did you cheat when you were 16, 17 years old? Of course, that doesn't mean you're going to be cheating when you're 30, 40 necessarily. Or was it just a bad time in your life and you messed up and you cheated? But, you know, that's not who you are as a person and you've never done it again. Of course. So I don't want to say a hard, a cheater will always be a cheater, but, but there is a, but all right, there's a, but, but I do think cheating, like I said, is such a selfish act that I feel like that's just a characteristic of yours, period. Like cheating is so selfish to me. It makes me question who you are so bad that if I had a friend or a best friend that was always cheating, that would honestly not make me want to be friends with them. Even though, even though their cheating has nothing to do with me and our my friendship with them, but it's the fact that you so easily can lie to someone, be manipulative to someone, and that makes me question, okay, well, what do you lie to me about? How do you try to manipulate me in our friendship? So I don't like that. So I think cheating tells a lot about who you are as a person. So I do think that's something that you can hold on to someone for if you find out that they're a cheater and you're just not going to ever trust them a hundred percent because you know that they've cheated on you or cheated on someone else before. So like I said, I'm not going to say it's a hard hundred percent once a cheater, always a cheater, but I will say watch out for someone that's cheated before because they clearly have this characteristic that is selfish and manipulative. Will you ever compete in a pageant again? Oh child. No, no. Not because, like, I didn't like pageants or anything, but because that is so much work and commitment, (laughs) and I'm so happy to be done and to be free. Like I mentioned in the first episode, I really wanted this podcast to be truly who I was, and I feel like I am always Imani. I'm always someone that's transparent and authentic to who I am, but of course, when you're a title holder or you're someone that's trying to compete for a pageant, you have this different image about you because you're trying to come off like cookie cutter and perfect in a way. So I am so happy to be done and to like be truly who I am in front of my friends and my family, you know? So I would not be competing for the sole fact of I'm not trying to go back into that feeling of, oh, I got to be this certain way and got to tighten up the image and got to do all this stuff to look cool for an organization. No, thank you. And on top of that, I reached my goal. I wanted to go to Miss USA. I went to Miss Teen USA. I went to Miss USA. And that is like the highest echelon of pageantry there is to go to, besides Miss Universe, of course. But Miss USA is just the top. And that's where I wanted to end my journey. There's a lot of other systems that I could still compete in. Um, And obviously, I can compete like an older Mrs. Pageants if I wanted to. But like when I got older and was married and had kids and stuff. But I just don't see that in my future. I'm happy to have ended on a high going to Miss USA, winning Miss Congeniality, which was super cool. And now, like most of you know, I'm a pageant coach. 
So I'm able to get my pageant fixed through that. And I'm actually possibly in the works of being a director for a city preliminary title in California. So fingers crossed that works out. Um, If so, then I'll be a director and a pageant coach. And that's as much pageantry that I need. Um, I'm living through my clients. I still judge pageants. I hope to emcee pageants. And I know a a large following of mine is from the pageant community, which I adore. So I have no need to compete again. I still get the love from the pageant community and I'm still a part of it in every way possible. So no crowns for me in the future. Besides the crown that I wear every day because I'm that girl, period. (laughs) All right, next one. Are you as confident as you seem? So clearly from my last sentence of saying that I'm that girl, yes. (laughs) Yes, I am. You know, I've actually had someone ask me this question before. And I get it because, you know, they it's like one of those things like check on your strong friends or or it's like people that talk a certain way are actually feeling the opposite type of thing. So I understand the question, but I can wholeheartedly tell you that I am as confident as I seem in person and in online. Like, I really do think I'm that girl. I just do. I was raised to believe so. No one tells me otherwise. Like, my friends and family do nothing but hype me up all the time. So there's nothing in my life right now or ever that has made me feel like I wasn't that girl, period. (laughs) Like, that's all I got from my parents, from pageantry. Like, I mean, pageants literally are based off of obviously more than just beauty, but a big part of it is being bomb. And I've won quite a few. So where, like, in what world did I not think I was the bomb.com. You know what I mean? And till this day, it just carried over. So I'm just super confident in who I am. And I think it's because one, I know who I am. I know I have a lot to offer. I know I'm beautiful, intelligent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Everything, everything in the book. So I have nothing to not be confident about. And I think another big part of confidence is not being a hater. I can look at other girls, other women that I admire, that I look up to, or they have what I want, whether it's their money, their closet, their body, whatever the case may be. But I can look at them and be like, yes, sis, like, I love that for you. I hope to get to that point one day. And you inspire me to get to that point, you know? So I'm not a hater. So because I'm not a hater, that allows me to also look in the mirror, even while I'm looking at those women and say, but you are the baddest bitch too, Imani. Don't forget. You know what I mean? Okay. For the last one, dear Imani, how do you not get burnt out? I have a lot of dreams and goals, but trying to balance my full-time job and everything else makes me tired. Oh my gosh. Yes. I actually want to do a whole episode on burnout and exhaustion and like saying no, but That is something that I think everyone struggles with is burnout. I'm sure right now a lot of us feel burnt out. I mean, from the past two years of the pandemic, from racial injustice to women's rights to shootings to this monkeypox, these are all things that we are all experiencing at the same time together while also still trying to function as a person every day. <laughs> like we're still trying to live our life, but all these things are going on around us, plus all the personal things that are happening in your personal life. So it's so easy to feel burnt out. And I'm sure we're all feeling that a little bit. And on top of that, side note, I had read this article, I saw this post about how 
the world, the earth is moving faster. So our days are moving faster. So if you've been feeling like, where is the time going? There's not enough hours in the day. It's because there's not. The world is actually moving faster. (laughs) Anyway, that to me goes hand in hand with burnout because you just feel like, where's all the time? And when you are someone that's goal-driven and you have a lot of big dreams and you have an entrepreneurship entrepreneurship mindset, it can feel like you don't have enough time to do it all, especially if you're in school, you have a full-time job, if you have kids, whatever the case may be, it's just a lot to do. And how I get out of not being burnt out is I rest. I am not for the culture of, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I don't need to sleep. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to get it done. That is not me at all. I'm the kind of person, like, I want my eight hours of sleep. I'll maybe do do seven. But I want my eight hours of sleep. If I want to nap, I'm going to take a nap. If I need to lay down, I'm going to lay down. If I want to just watch my TV show, I'm going to watch my TV show. Obviously, with balance, like you're not just going to quit everything because you feel like watching Netflix or you just feel like sleeping in the bed all day, all the time. But I listen to myself when I'm tired and I'm not a person that thinks that rest makes you lazy. I know there's a lot of people out there that have an issue with just being still and always feeling like they have to do something. They have to be busy. They have to be doing something to make them feel productive. You shouldn't, your worth shouldn't come from productivity. You know what I mean? So if that's someone, if that's how you are, then you're going to have a hard time with burnout because you're not allowing yourself to rest. The whole goal is to not get to the point where you feel burnt out. Obviously, we'll all get to that eventually. But in order to stop that from happening, the best thing to do, in my opinion, is to allow yourself to rest when you need to rest. Allow yourself to sleep. Allow yourself to enjoy things that don't have to do with being so productive and getting your goals and dreams and checklists out of the way, you know? Like, just allow yourself to be a human being and in a moment. So that's my tip on how to on how to not be burnt out. Alrighty, that was actually a really fun episode. I feel like we got to cover a lot of fun different topics. And I'm really glad I was able to even just get out an episode today, kind of last minute. Like I said, I did not want to leave you guys hanging. Last time I uploaded an episode, like two weeks ago, it was a little bit late in the day on Friday. And I actually got like three or four messages of people like, hey, where's the podcast? Like I listened to it at a certain time or I was planning to listen to it this morning on my drive, whatever. And I was like, okay, like y'all really out here listening to Dear Imani, okay? So I was like, I cannot skip a week because, you know, plans fell through. I have to get an episode out. So I'm really glad I was able to do this. This was so much fun. I really like the anonymous link because it makes you guys feel free, you know, like you were giving juicy stuff. So I'll probably do that again one day and do more because that was really fun. And last but not least, Imani's final thoughts. Today was kind of all over the place, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet with saying, always remember to put yourself first. Some of these submissions and questions have me say to put yourself first, so I'm using this opportunity as a reminder to do so. This podcast is based on finding your purpose, finding joy in life, and I think the only way to do that, like I had mentioned before, is to put yourself first because that's okay. So my final thoughts for today is putting yourself first and reminding yourself that it's okay to do so. But thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. 
I cannot wait to have my Beyonce episode officially next week and give away a post box. So like I said earlier, if you are interested in winning that Beyonce box, there's still time now that I'm filming later. Go under that post on the Instagram at Dirimani Podcast and say why you love Beyonce and win a chance to win this box. And also keep a lookout for my first Dirimani event uh, fitness class that will be happening at the end of August and more details to come. But once again, thank you so, so much and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!